0: Hi there, I hope everyone's well and um, you've enjoyed the more spring-like weather. And um, Tina Grayson here, uh, Grayson Consultancy. So this time of the year really does make me smile because, you know, it's a time that we can go out for a walk and not get absolutely soaking wet. (laughs) Well, we certainly didn't this weekend anyway. And, you know, just go out and um, be mindful of what you can see when you're on your walk. So if I'd like to share some stuff that's been happening to me over the last few days. So on um, Friday, I um, put myself outside in the garden and um, as I walked into the garden, there was this little robin that just flew straight past me and um, just sat on the table out there in the garden under the gazebo. And I wasn't quick enough to take a picture. And I was so fascinated by just watching this little robin as it was just, you know, sitting there, just, you know, in the here and the now, not worrying about anything. Do robins worry about things? And then it flew to the next fence. And by the time I sort of wanted to take a picture, it'd gone. But it was just such a lovely... Thing to see you know just as I've opened the French windows and I've just looked outside this little robin was just there to greet me and it is so beautiful when you go out for a walk and you hear the birds singing in the trees and um, you know it might be that you've got a dog like I have and you're taking the dog for a walk and you're just able to leave your phone behind and just take in the here and the now. And, you know, nature is so beautiful, it really is. Well, on Saturday, I took uh, my little doggy, Crystal. She's a Shih Tzu cross out for a walk. She is 17, and unfortunately, she's not in the best of health. She's got arthritis now, which is affecting her back legs. Um, She's also got Alzheimer's, poor thing. And um, she's quite deaf and her sight isn't very good. But I'm so, 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 so pleased that, you know, she chose me as her family and she's been the most beautiful dog um, to have. She's, she's absolutely gorgeous. So taking her out for a walk um, is rather challenging now because she's had kennel cough and um, she walks extremely slowly. But the walk I took her on saturday was so delightful because every time we saw somebody they stopped and they gave her a little pat and they gave her a little you know you know little stroke under her face and they said how absolutely beautiful is she and there was one little boy in particular that came walking round the corner and he was holding five dvds in his hand and you know he said to me hello how are you today? And I looked at him and I said, I'm very well, thank you. And he said, oh, I love your dog. Can I stroke her, please? And I said, of course you can. And he looked at the dog and he said, how old? And I told him and he went, oh, she's so beautiful. And um, I thanked him and I said, you know, what's your name? He said, my name is Albert. And he was having this lovely conversation with me. His mother was there and she was smiling at him. And I said, oh, what a lovely little boy you've got. And she said, he really is. You know, he just smiles and he talks to everybody. And he's such a friendly little thing. But, you know, this little boy, he really took some time for Crystal. um, And he really spent some um, invaluable time. And when I asked him how old he was, he told me he was seven. And, um... I had a nice conversation with him about his DVDs that he was holding and he was explaining to me that his DVD player wasn't working and um, he was um, going to his grandma's, I think he oh, said, he with the DVDs and um, he could watch them there. So that was lovely and he said, I hope to see you again and um, I said to him, well, I hope I see you again, Albert. And I will never forget him. He was just the most gorgeous little boy. And then, you know, I managed to continue my walk with Crystal, who's very, very slow. Uh, he, he was stopping off and just standing there and, you know, not wanting to go anywhere. So it's really been quite frustrating with her. But what what happened then, another family were walking past and they stopped and they made a huge fuss of her as well and um, said how gorgeous she was. And, you know, it, it was just it was just so lovely to see how, you know, Crystal, even being, you know, as poorly as she is, was able to brighten up the day of other people on her walk. And um, the feedback that I've been getting, you know, especially from little ones, the children, they've been getting really upset when they found out how old she is and that, you know, obviously she's, she's near the end of her life. Now, I know that when Crystal goes to Doggy Heaven, that I will be able to connect with her whenever I want to. And I've got all my beautiful photos of her and all my memories and all my gorgeous walks that I've had with her since she's been in my household. And I will never forget this dog because she is a very, very, very special dog. She came to me at the age of 18 months. And at that time, we'd had a dog that had passed called Digger. Oh, sorry, not Digger. Digger was my dog that I had as a young child, actually, Um, Snoopy. Um, And Snoopy, I had brought into our family when my eldest was one. It was her first birthday present. And Snoopy was with us for 14 years and passed. And we were without a dog for a, a little while. And it felt really odd because... You know when you you have a dog in your family you know it's it feels like a bit of a void without one and my youngest daughter had um, been nagging me for a dog and she was only little she was probably about eight or nine and she was really hounding me for this dog and i said to her one day find me a picture of a dog that you know isn't going to molt very much that you know is the kind of dog that you would like and you know we'll consider this So exactly that's what she did, she looked on the internet, she found me um, a dog that she liked and um, this dog, Crystal, popped up and she was living in Ilford Lane. Now the breed that she is, she's a cross between, um, she's a Shih Tzu with a lapso. And, um, you know, I thought I'd have to travel miles to, you know, to get a dog, but she was in Ilford Lane. So I spoke to the gentleman and he informed me that he was having to go back to India and um, he needed a, a good home for the dog. And when I found out her name, at that time I'd been doing crystal healing work and I'd been doing Reiki. So when I found out her name was Crystal, I just knew that I had to have this dog. So I went out on a Thursday evening to Ilford Lane with my daughter and um, I visited this dog. And I visited her, she was living in Ilford Lane in a little bedsit. And what I remember the most here was the fact that within this bedsit, the gentleman informed me that um, the dog slept on the bed and I could see there was a mattress up against the wall. And she was a lovely little thing, but I could also hear dogs in the kitchen. And um, I wasn't quite sure what was going on. And I didn't really want to ask him, why was there dogs barking in the kitchen? But um, I knew that I had to get this dog. And I knew that she had not been looked after properly. So I got some money out, paid the guy and um, came home with this dog. And I remember the conversation I had with my husband um, well he was he was my partner at the time not my husband and I rang him up he was on the way back from the Arsenal game and um, I said to him when you come home please don't get a fright but we've got a new addition to the family and I'd already spoken to him about the fact that I would love a new dog one day another dog because I'd had a dog that had passed and he just sort of really shrugged with it and wasn't really a doggy person well <laughs> when he came home he saw that we'd got a new addition to the family and he just looked at me and said oh my god you deal with this I don't want to have anything to do with it and Crystal barked and barked at him so I ended up spending the first night um, at home sleeping downstairs with her because that was the only way I could settle her now my eldest daughter at the time when she realised that we'd bought a new dog she wouldn't talk to me and the reason for that she was nine she was twelve was because she couldn't deal with having a new dog after losing um, our precious Snoopy, who was a little white ball of fluff, was a Maltese Terrier. So um, Lara was really not happy with me, and for about two weeks, she didn't really talk to me. And it was a Friday afternoon, I'd been at work, and she'd got home from school early because she broke up early on a Friday. And that Friday, she made friends with the dog and her and crystal had been best friends ever since and crystal would follow her around the house and they absolutely adored each other now i was the main walker i was the one that used to walk crystal every day because i'm the one that wakes up the earliest and i love to get active and i do like to get in my 10,000 steps and there's something very funny about my 10,000 steps today which i'll share with you soon but um Richard who'd always been a cat lover it transpired that Crystal just adored him adored him and they have been but they've become the most amazing friends and um I think the person that's going to find it the hardest when she passes will be him so I decided I know this sounds crazy that I wanted to know you know, what was going on with Crystal. I knew that she had um, some ailments. I knew that she had um, arthritis. I knew she had dementia. And um, this was all before she got her kennel cough. So I organised for a lady to do um, a therapy session for me on Crystal. Now, all she needed was a photograph of Crystal and she was able to connect. And the conversation that i had with her for, was for an hour and um it was just absolutely amazing and there were certain questions that i needed to ask and find out and you know one of them was you know why does she bark at asian people and the answer came back and that was have you ever seen um an asian gentleman scared or frightened it's quite funny and the reason Crystal did it was because she found it was amusing when I went right okay now why is it then that Crystal used to open cupboards and our dishwasher if we went out on a Saturday night and um, the answer came back was because she could and um, she just used to get herself you know a bit anxious and stressed out when we were out and um, to keep herself busy and amused, she would walk around the kitchen, um, pulling out, pulling open all the drawers. And um, there was one occasion where we'd come back for being out for dinner on a Saturday night. We hadn't lo- left her for long. And all the drawers were open in the kitchen. And I looked at my husband. I said, have we been burgled? And um, he looked at me and said, well, no, we haven't. And I think it's the dog. So the next saturday she then had opened the dishwasher which was shut and um opened the cupboards again so we got some webcams and we got one webcam was the first that we did and we put the webcam up into the kitchen and we could then see how she opened the drawers and all she would do was jump 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 until she got her teeth on the drawer and she could open the drawers and um this night that we particularly came home and saw that the dishwasher was open we just couldn't believe it so we bought another webcam and we got her on camera and um saw how she did it and literally was just jumping up and jumping up until she could you know get the grip from her teeth to open the dishwasher and the dishwasher is hard to open when it's closed um she didn't wash the dishes, she didn't go in the dishwasher, she just opened it and then would go off and do something else. So she's an absolute character, she really is. And um so this um lovely lady answered some questions, and what the other question was that I gave her was will Crystal pass away naturally in her sleep? And the answer came back, and that was no, unfortunately not. She's got so much spirit but her body will give up first and that I will know when it's the right time to say goodbye to her. And um, I was really grateful for that because I was hoping that, you know, she would just pass in her sleep and I wouldn't have to make this decision about having her put down. But, you know, this session was about four weeks ago and she's also had cancer. she had her spleen removed and um, she's recovered from that she really is a miracle dog she really is and um, then she caught kennel cough so we've had to put her on treatment for that and an anti-sickness drug too and she's still with us now about three weeks ago when i took her back to the vet the vet said to me we can give her an anti-sickness drug However, if you want to have her put down, we can do that now. And I just froze and I thought, I can't make that decision. I can't make that decision on my own. So I rang my husband and I said to him, look, it's our decision. What do you think? And he said, no, let's give her one last chance. Let's try this anti-sickness drug and see if that makes her feel a bit better. Um, But no, we're we're not going to we're not going to let her go just yet. So, this is what's been happening and we are on borrowed time and I know that. And today, I've taken her out for a walk and she's just standing there in the middle of the street, just looking right, left, right, looking at me, just stuck to the spot. And, um, you know, I've had to tap her very gently on her bottom to get her moving. And she's just not walking, you know, as she should. She's not enjoying you know her life as she as she should and she's certainly you know not up at the windowsill which is her special place in our home um in our dining room area we've got a sofa and our windowsill and that is where most people would see crystal sitting because even in the day if we were at home she'd sit there just watching the world go by so, an occasion many years ago, when I wasn't aware that she wanted to look out the window, she actually chewed up all my new blinds i'd come home um, from being out in the morning and um I would leave her in the kitchen at that time and she'd chewed through a stair gate <laughs> and I came home to find that I had shredded blinds and um you know that that well that that's crystal all she wanted was to look at the window. And another time she managed to open another stair gate, which was um, one of these child stair gates, um, which was plastic. And she'd managed to open the lever. So she's a really, really clever dog. Well, today's walk, um, I bumped into um, an old neighbour who used to live in the street, a young young man um, who I think's 13 now. And he stopped and he went, oh, how's Crystal? So we had a conversation and I explained that, you know, she's 17, she's getting old and, you know, what's wrong with her? And he looked at me, he was on his bike and he held his heart and he said, this really makes me want to cry. He said, she's so beautiful and she looks like a puppy. And I said to him, unfortunately, darling, this is what happens in life. We love our furballs and we love our doggies and our animals, but they don't last for long and they're here and they're only here on borrowed time. But I am a strong believer that every doggie out there looks for the right parent. And I know that we've been the right parent for Crystal. And, you know, today I've noticed that she has deteriorated quite a lot. Um, she is eating, but she's had two accidents um, in the space of two hours in our lounge. We have laminated floor, but she would I'd been cleaning the house today, but she'd wet herself twice. And, you know, I said to my husband, this is just so unfair on her. This is no quality. And he looked at me and he nodded and he said, I know, we've got to make this decision. So I think in the next two weeks, I'm going to have to say goodbye to my precious little crystal. And um, her memory will live on forever and ever because I've got so many beautiful stories to tell. I really have. I mean, she's been in a magazine. She uh, modelled for my daughter for Fabulous magazine. Um, She also has been in fashion shows (laughs) wearing a little fur coat. Um, She is absolutely the most delightful little thing and when we first got her I was told that she'd had puppies and the puppies had been taken away from her and this gentleman that sold her to me had said to me that he's going to miss her so much and he adored her so much but quite frankly I didn't quite believe that and he exchanged email addresses and said oh please you know send me pictures but you know I never received any correspondence from him at all And um, I had a very funny feeling in the back of my mind and that was my intuitiveness that maybe she had been kidnapped so when I'd first got her I'd got her home and then the reality was what if she had been kidnapped and if she had she would be chipped so I took her to our vets and the vet looked at her and she didn't have any chips but I was told that she had had these puppies and at that time we had a rabbit and the rabbit and crystal would sit together crystal would lick the rabbit's ears i've got pictures of the two of them together and she honestly thought that this little rabbit was her pe- was her baby was her puppy and i've got a picture of you know crystal sitting on a trampoline um with alfie i think it was alfie lou at this time was our rabbit and You know, these memories will just, you know, live on and on and on. But the amazing walks and the the fun that I've had with this beautiful furball have been amazing. And now, you know, it takes her an hour just to walk around the block. And I can't put a lead on her or a collar because she has this kennel cough. And if she's picked up, she starts barking or coughing with this hack Which probably sounds a lot worse than it is. Now, I know when I make this decision to let her go to doggy heaven, that that will be the best decision for her. And this interview or this recording that I've got on my phone with this lovely lady who um, is a a dog communicator, um, I think was the best thing for me because... I have a daughter that lives in Australia and I've sent the recording to her and she's already said to me, mummy, you know, when it's time for Crystal to go, you'll know and it will be the right time for us to say goodbye to her. And the fact that she's still with us at 17, she's an old lady and um, she won't, we won't replace her. She's irreplaceable. But um, I will probably go for another rescue dog um, in about three to four months time and um, everyone will miss Crystal. Everybody that knows her will miss her and angels are around us and when we lose our loved ones, they are there. All you've got to do is look at a picture. And we have to let go. So I'm going to read something that's on my calendar for today, and this calendar is um is lovely. It's an angels calendar, and the date today is March. Let's get the, let's get the right day. Okay. Okay. So we have dreams are nothing more than whispered urgings of angels pointing you to the direction of your destiny so that little robin that came to see me the other day i do believe he was sent to me by spirit i believe he came to say hello to me um i believe the the birds that i saw on my walk yesterday and today which i noticed um were were just absolutely beautiful But when we look outside and we're in the here and the now, and we're not worrying about money or COVID or work or the children or what you're making for dinner, just allowing yourself to be in the here and the now and just giving yourself that time to be you is so beautiful and so amazing. So this morning, I did um, a workout. Um, a disco chair base class um, for a charity and a meditation for a charity today and I had my watch on and I did about 3,000 steps which was great and then my watch stopped so I had to charge the watch and I lost all my steps so at four o'clock this afternoon I thought you know what I'm gonna go out for another walk so I'll go out for a walk on my own and I managed to put in 3,900 steps. And then I didn't know how many steps I'd done in the morning because I'd already been out for a walk with Crystal and I'd done this workout. So I'd probably done another 3,000 odd steps. So I decided to um, do the cleaning. So I was cleaning around and mopping and having a little bit of a, a spring clean out. And I, got some more activity points in and then my watch just stopped so I put it on charge and yeah you've got it in one guess what I lost all my steps (laughs) I lost all my steps so I do try to get to 10,000 steps a day and just for me to walk around the um, beautiful Repton Park um, the old Claybury Hospital gives me 3500 steps so I can do that twice um, quite easily with without crystal and I used to do it with crystal every day I would do a double walk round so that would have got me 7 thousand steps and you'd be amazed you know just walking around the house and working or whatever it is you're doing how many steps you can get so walking is absolutely amazing it's so therapeutic especially this time of the year and just watching you know looking at the blossoms and looking at the roses that are coming out on people's bushes and you know looking at the daffodils that are springing up and I've been um, planting some seeds and some sunflower seeds as well so if you haven't planted your seeds now is a really good time to do so and it's time for decluttering that garden getting rid of um, all the um, weeds and getting rid of the crumpled leaves that are out there and giving it a nice old sweep up so my garden looks a little bit sad because we had an awful storm the other week and uh, my beautiful gazebo um, needs repairing so I've got a gentleman that came over today to look at that for me and hopefully he will sort it and I bought another arch because one of my arches came down in the wind. So I love it outdoors. And I spend a lot of time outdoors, but under the gazebo. And I do work outside as well. I'll sit and do my um, coaching out there or, you know, the other work that I do. Artwork I do out there, my my creative work I do normally. I sit outside to do that. And I just love being outdoors and i'm sure so many of you do just open your doors in the morning and um just keep quiet mind and see what you can see listen out for those birds and i'm i've also got a little bird bath out there and i do put out little seeds so the birds do come and visit and i had a, a a very unexpected visitor on friday i have to say and um, he was the most humongous fox. A huge, huge fox. And this was 3.30 in the afternoon, this fox came to visit. But I've got mirrors in my garden. And um, my husband had called me and said, Teen, look outside the window, but don't open the French doors. So I took instruction. And this fox was looking at himself in my mirrors. Because I've got mirrors on either side every side of my garden um, because I love a mirror it makes the garden look bigger and you know it's, it's great and Crystal's had a lot of fun with the mirrors as well when she goes out she seems to think that she's seeing another dog well this fox I am certain thought he'd found himself some friends and he didn't realize it was him so he thank goodness and um, jumped over the fence and I haven't seen him since because I don't really like foxes but it's quite amazing what comes into the garden. And, you know, cats, they just sit there sometimes on top of my um, swing chair and just just sit there. So I'm really looking forward to who's going to come into the garden. And um, I'm looking forward to your radio station tomorrow. And thank you for having me. So that's Tina Grayson from Grayson Consultancy. A huge namaste. Hi there, I hope everyone's well and um, you've enjoyed the more spring-like weather. And um, Tina Grayson here, uh, Grayson Consultancy. So this time of the year really does make me smile because, you know, it's a time that we can go out for a walk and not get absolutely soaking wet. (laughs) Well, we certainly didn't this weekend anyway. And, you know, just go out and um, be mindful of what you can see when you're on your walk. So if I'd like to share some stuff that's been happening to me over the last few days. So on um, Friday, I um, put myself outside in the garden and um, as I walked into the garden, there was this little robin that just flew straight past me and um, just sat on the table out there in the garden under the gazebo. And I wasn't quick enough to take a picture. And I was so fascinated by just watching this little robin as it was just, you know, sitting there, just, you know, in the here and the now, not worrying about anything. Do robins worry about things? And then it flew to the next fence. And by the time I sort of wanted to take a picture, it'd gone. But it was just such a lovely thing to see you know just as I've opened the French windows and I've just looked outside this little robin was just there to greet me and it is so beautiful when you go out for a walk and you hear the birds singing in the trees and um, you know it might be that you've got a dog like I have and you're taking the dog for a walk and you're just able to leave your phone behind and just take in the here and the now. And, you know, nature is so beautiful, it really is. Well, on Saturday, I took uh, my little doggy, Crystal. She's a Shih Tzu cross out for a walk. She is 17, and unfortunately, she's not in the best of health. She's got arthritis now, which is affecting her back legs. Um, She's also got Alzheimer's, poor thing and um, she's quite deaf and her sight isn't very good but I'm so 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 pleased that you know she chose me as her family and she's been the most beautiful dog um, to have she's she's absolutely gorgeous so taking her out for a walk um, is rather challenging now because she's had kennel cough and um, she walks extremely slowly but the walk I took her on Saturday was so delightful because every time we saw somebody, they stopped and they gave her a little pat and they gave her a little you know you know little stroke under her face and they said, "How absolutely beautiful is she and there was one little boy in particular that came walking around the corner and he was holding five DVDs in his hand, and you know he said to me, "Hello." How are you today? And I looked at him and I said, I'm very well, thank you. And he said, oh, I love your dog. Can I stroke her, please? And I said, of course you can. And he looked at the dog and he said, how old? And I told him and he went, oh, she's so beautiful. And um, I thanked him and I said, you know, what's your name? He said, my name is Albert. And he was having this lovely conversation with me. His mother was there and she was smiling at him. And I said, oh, what a lovely little boy you've got. And she said, he really is. You know, he just smiles and he talks to everybody. And he's such a friendly little thing. But, you know, this little boy... He really took some time for Crystal, um, and he really spent some um, invaluable time. And when I asked him how old he was, he told me he was seven. And um, I had a nice conversation with him about his DVDs that he was holding, and he was explaining to me that his DVD player wasn't working, and um, he was um, going to his grandma's, I think he said, with the DVDs. And um, he could watch them there. So that was lovely. And he said, I hope to see you again. And um, I said to him, Well, I hope I see you again, Albert. And I will never forget him. He was just the most gorgeous little boy. And then, you know, I managed to continue my walk with Crystal, who was very, very slow. Uh, he, he was stopping off and just standing there and, you know, not wanting to go anywhere. So it's really been quite frustrating with her but what what happened then another family were walking past and they stopped and they made a huge fuss of her as well and um said how gorgeous she was and you know it it was just it was just so lovely to see how you know crystal even being you know as poorly as she is was able to brighten up the day of other people on her walk and um the feedback that I've been getting you know especially from little ones the children they've been getting really upset when they found out how old she is and that you know obviously she's she's near the end of her life now I know that when Crystal goes to doggy heaven that I will be able to connect with her whenever I want to and I've got all my beautiful photos of her and all my memories and all my gorgeous walks that I've had with her since she's been in my household And I will never forget this dog because she is a very, very, very special dog. She came to me at the age of 18 months. And at that time, we'd had a dog that had passed called Digger. Oh, sorry, not Digger. Digger was my dog that I had as a young child, actually, Um, Snoopy. Um, And Snoopy, I had brought into our family when my eldest was one. It was her first birthday present. And Snoopy was with us for 14 years and passed and we were without a dog for a a little while and it felt really odd because you know when you you have a dog in your family you know it's it feels like a bit of a void without one and my youngest daughter had um, been nagging me for a dog and she was only little she was probably about eight or nine and she was really hounding me for this dog And I said to her one day, find me a picture of a dog that, you know, isn't going to molt very much, that, you know, is the kind of dog that you would like and, you know, we'll consider this. So exactly that's what she did. She looked on the internet. She found me um, a dog that she liked. And um, this dog, Crystal, popped up and she was living in Ilford Lane. Now, the breed that she is, she's a cross between, um, she's a Shih Tzu with a lapso and um, you know I thought I'd have to travel miles to you know to get a dog but she was in Ilford Lane so I spoke to the gentleman and he informed me that he was having to go back to India and um, he needed a, a good home for the dog and when I found out her name at that time I'd been doing crystal healing work and I'd been doing Reiki so when I found out her name was crystal I just knew that I had to have this dog So I went out on a Thursday evening to Ilford Lane with my daughter and um, I visited this dog. And I visited her, she was living in Ilford Lane in a little bedsit. And what I remember the most here, was the fact that within this bedsit, the gentleman informed me that um, the dog slept on the bed and I could see there was a mattress up against the wall. And she was a lovely little thing but i could also hear dogs in the kitchen and um, i wasn't quite sure what was going on and i didn't really want to ask him why was there dogs barking in the kitchen but um i knew that i had to get this dog and i knew that she had not been looked after properly so i got some money out paid the guy and um, came home with this dog and i remember the conversation i had with my husband um, well he was he was my partner at the time not my husband and I rang him up he was on the way back from the Arsenal game and um, I said to him when you come home please don't get a fright but we've got a new addition to the family and I'd already spoken to him about the fact that I would love a new dog one day another dog because I'd had a dog that had passed and he just sort of really shrugged with it and wasn't really a doggy person well <laughs> when he came home He saw that we'd got a new addition to the family and he just looked at me and said, oh my God, you deal with this. I don't want to have anything to deal with it. And Crystal barked and barked at him. So I ended up spending the first night um, at home sleeping downstairs with her because that was the only way I could settle her. Now, my eldest daughter at the time, when she realised that we'd bought a new dog, she wouldn't talk to me. And the reason for that, she was nine, she was 12 was because she couldn't deal with having a new dog after losing um, our precious Snoopy who was a little white ball of fluff was a Maltese terrier so um, Lara was really not happy with me and for about two weeks she didn't really talk to me and it was a Friday afternoon I'd been at work and she'd got home from school early because she broke up early on a Friday and that Friday she made friends with the dog, and her and Crystal had been best friends ever since. And Crystal would follow her around the house, and they absolutely adored each other. Now, I was the main walker. I was the one that used to walk Crystal every day because I'm the one that wakes up the earliest, and I love to get active, and I do like to get in my ten thousand steps. And there's something very funny about my ten thousand steps today, which I'll share with you soon. But um. Richard who'd always been a cat lover it transpired that Crystal just adored him adored him and they have been but they've become the most amazing friends and um, I think the person that's going to find it the hardest when she passes will be him. So I decided I know this sounds crazy that I wanted to know you know, what was going on with Crystal. I knew that she had um, some ailments. I knew that she had um, arthritis. I knew she had dementia. And um, this was all before she got her kennel cough. So I organised for a lady to do um, a therapy session for me on Crystal. Now, all she needed was a photograph of Crystal and she was able to connect. And the conversation that i had with her for, was for an hour and um it was just absolutely amazing and there were certain questions that i needed to ask and find out and you know one of them was you know why does she bark at asian people and the answer came back and that was have you ever seen um an asian gentleman scared or frightened it's quite funny and the reason crystal did it was because she found it was amusing when I went right okay now why is it then that crystal used to open cupboards and our dishwasher if we went out on a Saturday night and um, the answer came back was because she could and um, she just used to get herself you know a bit anxious and stressed out when we were out and um, to keep herself busy and amused, she would walk around the kitchen, um, pulling out, pulling open all the drawers. And um, there was one occasion where we'd come back for being out for dinner on a Saturday night. We hadn't lo- left her for long. And all the drawers were open in the kitchen. And I looked at my husband I said, have we been burgled? And um, he looked at me and said, well, no, we haven't. And I think it's the dog. So the next Saturday she then had opened the dishwasher which was shut and um, opened the cupboards again so we got some webcams and we got one webcam was the first that we did and we put the webcam up into the kitchen and we could then see how she opened the drawers and all she would do was jump 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 until she got her teeth on the drawer and she could open the drawers and um this night that we particularly came home and saw that the dishwasher was open we just couldn't believe it so we bought another webcam and we got her on camera and um saw how she did it and literally it was just jumping up and jumping up until she could you know get the grip from her teeth to open the dishwasher and the dishwasher is hard to open when it's closed Um, She didn't wash the dishes. She didn't go in the dishwasher. She just opened it and then would go off and do something else. She's an absolute character. She really is. And um, so this um, lovely lady answered some questions. And what the other question was that I gave her was, will Crystal pass away naturally in her sleep? And the answer came back. And that was no, unfortunately not. She's got so much spirit. That her body will give up first and that i will know when it's the right time to say goodbye to her and um i was really grateful for that because i was hoping that you know she would just pass in her sleep and i wouldn't have to make this decision about having her put down but you know this session was about four weeks ago and she's also had cancer she had her spleen removed and um, she's recovered from that she really is a miracle dog she really is and um, then she caught kennel cough so we've had to put her on treatment for that and an anti-sickness drug too and she's still with us now about three weeks ago when i took her back to the vet the vet said to me we can give her an anti-sickness drug However, if you want to have her put down, we can do that now. And I just froze and I thought, I can't make that decision. I can't make that decision on my own. So I rang my husband and I said to him, look, it's our decision. What do you think? And he said, no, let's give her one last chance. Let's try this anti-sickness drug and see if that makes her feel a bit better. Um, But no, we're we're not going to let her go just yet. So, this is what's been happening and we are on borrowed time and I know that. And today, I've taken her out for a walk and she's just standing there in the middle of the street, just looking right, left, right, looking at me, just stuck to the spot. And, um, you know, I've had to tap her very gently on her bottom to get her moving. And she's just not walking, you know, as she should. She's not enjoying you know her life as she as she should and she's certainly you know not up at the windowsill which is her special place in our home um in our dining room area we've got a sofa and our windowsill and that is where most people would see crystal sitting because even in the day if we were at home she'd sit there just watching the world go by so, an occasion many years ago, when I wasn't aware that she wanted to look out the window, she actually chewed up all my new blinds i'd come home um, from being out in the morning and um I would leave her in the kitchen at that time and she'd chewed through a stair gate <laughs> and I came home to find that I had shredded blinds and um you know that that well that that's crystal all she wanted was to look at the window. And another time she managed to open another stair gate, which was um, one of these child stair gates, um, which was plastic. And she'd managed to open the lever. So she's a really, really clever dog. Well, today's walk, um, I bumped into um, an old neighbour who used to live in the street, a young young man um, who I think's 13 now. And he stopped and he went, oh, how's Crystal? So we had a conversation and I explained that, you know, she's 17, she's getting old and, you know, what's wrong with her? And he looked at me, he was on his bike and he held his heart and he said, this really makes me want to cry. He said, she's so beautiful and she looks like a puppy. And I said to him, unfortunately, darling, this is what happens in life. We love our furballs and we love our doggies and our animals, but they don't last for long and they're here and they're only here on borrowed time. But I am a strong believer that every doggy out there looks for the right parent. And I know that we've been the right parent for Crystal. And, you know, today I've noticed that she has deteriorated quite a lot. Um, She is eating, but she's had two accidents um in the space of two hours in our lounge we have laminated floor but she'd i'd been cleaning the house today but she'd wet herself twice and you know i said to my husband this is just so unfair on her this is no quality and he looked at me and he nodded and he said i know we've got to make this decision so i think in the next two weeks i'm gonna have to say goodbye to my precious little crystal And um, her memory will live on forever and ever because I've got so many beautiful stories to tell. I really have. I mean, she's been in a magazine. She uh, modelled for my daughter for Fabulous magazine. Um, She also has been in fashion shows (laughs) wearing a little fur coat. Um, She is absolutely the most delightful little thing and when we first got her I was told that she'd had puppies and the puppies had been taken away from her and this gentleman that sold her to me had said to me that he's going to miss her so much and he adored her so much but quite frankly I didn't quite believe that and he exchanged email addresses and said oh please you know send me pictures but you know I never received any correspondence from him at all And um, I had a very funny feeling in the back of my mind and that was my intuitiveness that maybe she had been kidnapped. So when I'd first got her, I'd got her home and then the reality was, what if she had been kidnapped? And if she had, she would be chipped. So I took her to our vets and the vet looked at her and she didn't have any chips. But I was told that she had had these puppies. And at that time, we had a rabbit. And the rabbit and Crystal would sit together. Crystal would lick the rabbit's ears. I've got pictures of the two of them together. And she honestly thought that this little rabbit was her pe- was her baby, was her puppy. And I've got a picture of, you know, Crystal sitting on a trampoline um, with Alfie. I think it was Alfie Lou at this time was our rabbit. And you know these memories will just you know live on and on and on but the amazing walks and the the fun that I've had with this beautiful furball have been amazing and now you know it takes her an hour just to walk around the block and I can't put a lead on her or a collar because she has this kennel cough and if she's picked up she starts barking or coughing with this hack Which probably sounds a lot worse than it is. Now, I know when I make this decision to let her go to doggy heaven, that that will be the best decision for her. And this interview or this recording that I've got on my phone with this lovely lady who um, is a a dog communicator, um, I think was the best thing for me because... I have a daughter that lives in Australia and I've sent the recording to her and she's already said to me, Mummy, you know, when it's time for Crystal to go, you'll know and it will be the right time for us to say goodbye to her. And the fact that she's still with us at 17, she's an old lady and um, she won't, we won't replace her. She's irreplaceable. But um, I will probably go for another rescue dog um, in about three to four months time. And um, everyone will miss Crystal. Everybody that knows her will miss her. And angels are around us. And when we lose our loved ones, they are there. All you've got to do is look at a picture and we have to let go so i'm going to read something that's on my calendar for today and this calendar is um is lovely it's an angel's calendar and the date today is march let's get the, let's get the right day okay okay so We have, dreams are nothing more than whispered urgings of angels pointing you to the direction of your destiny. So that little Robin that came to see me the other day, I do believe he was sent to me by spirit. I believe he came to say hello to me. Um, I believe the the birds that I saw on my walk yesterday and today, which I noticed, um, were, were just absolutely beautiful. But when we look outside and we're in the here and the now and we're not worrying about money or COVID or work or the children or what you're making for dinner, just allowing yourself to be in the here and the now and just giving yourself that time to be you is so beautiful and so amazing. So this morning I did um, a workout Um, A disco chair base class um, for a charity and a meditation for a charity today and I had my watch on and I did about 3,000 steps which was great and then my watch stopped so I had to charge the watch and I lost all my steps so at four o'clock this afternoon I thought you know what I'm going to go out for another walk so I'll go out for a walk on my own and I managed to put in 3,900 steps and then I didn't know how many steps I'd done in the morning because I'd already been out for a walk with Crystal and I'd done this workout so I'd probably done another 3,000 odd steps. So I decided to um, do the cleaning. So I was cleaning around and mopping and having a little bit of a, a spring clean out and I got some more activity points in and then my watch just stopped so I put it on charge and yeah you've got it in one guess what I lost all my steps (laughs) I lost all my steps so I do try to get to 10,000 steps a day and just for me to walk around the um, beautiful Repton Park Um, the old Claybury Hospital gives me 3,500 steps so I can do that twice um, quite easily with without crystal and I used to do it with crystal every day I would do double walk round, so that would have got me 7,000 steps and you'd be amazed you know just walking around the house and working or whatever it is you're doing how many steps you can get so Walking is absolutely amazing. It's so therapeutic, especially this time of the year. And just watching, you know, looking at the blossoms and looking at the roses that are coming out on people's bushes and, you know, looking at the daffodils that are springing up. And I've been um, planting some seeds and some sunflower seeds as well. So if you haven't planted your seeds, now is a really good time to do so. And it's time for decluttering that garden getting rid of um, all the um, weeds and getting rid of the crumpled leaves that are out there and giving it a nice old sweep up so my garden looks a little bit sad because we had an awful storm the other week and uh, my beautiful gazebo um, needs repairing so I've got a gentleman that came over today to look at that for me and hopefully he will sort it and I bought another arch because One of my arches came down in the wind. So I love it outdoors. And I spend a lot of time outdoors, but under the gazebo. And I do work outside as well. I'll sit and do my um, coaching out there or, you know, the other work that I do, artwork I do out there, my, my creative work I do normally. I sit outside to do that. And I just love being outdoors and I'm sure so many of you do just open your doors in the morning and um, just keep quiet mind and see what you can see listen out for those birds and I've also got a little bird bath out there and I do put out little seeds so the birds do come and visit and I had a, a, a very unexpected visitor on Friday I have to say and um, he was the most humongous fox. A huge, huge fox. And this was 3.30 in the afternoon, this fox came to visit. But I've got mirrors in my garden. And um, my husband had called me and said, Teen, look outside the window, but don't open the French doors. So I took instruction. And this fox was looking at himself in my mirrors. Because I've got mirrors on either every side of my garden um because I love a mirror, it makes the garden look bigger and you know it is great. And Crystal's had a lot of fun with the mirrors as well. When she goes out she seems to think that she's seeing another dog. Well this fox I am certain thought he'd found himself some friends and he didn't realise it was him. So he thank goodness um jumped over the fence and I haven't seen him since because I don't really like foxes but it's quite amazing what comes into the garden. And, you know, cats, they just sit there sometimes on top of my um, swing chair and just just sit there. So I'm really looking forward to who's going to come into the garden. And um, I'm looking forward to your radio station tomorrow. And thank you for having me. So that's Tina Grayson from Grayson Consultancy. A huge namaste.